guys, this is Samantha with Redefining Caregiving. Again, here to tell you something that um, you might want to know. Uh, I don't know. It might be a sensitive subject. Some of you like to, uh, hmm, let me just say, maybe you don't like to, but some of us, nope, that doesn't work either because I don't do that. Hmm. Some of you <laughs> actually do tell your parents what to do way too much. You're taking care of them and suddenly it's gone out of control. You've gone way too far and now you're getting frustrated with them not doing everything you need them to do because you're stressed out and busy and doing too much and you start telling them what to do and then you start thinking you know better for them what's best for their life because they're not making good decisions, right? I mean, they're just, they don't even, they don't want to live like you. They don't want to do things like you. They don't want to make things easier for you. And so you start thinking you know better for them. How does that work? I'm just real curious how that works uh, because that doesn't seem to make any logical sense. So here's what I'm going to start with. When I hear people talking to their parents, uh, like, mom, do this, or my mom doesn't want to do this. She doesn't want to live in a retirement home. It's crazy. She, sh she wants to stay at her house, you know, and you hear these people bad-mouthing their parents' decisions to want to stay independent as if they wouldn't want to themselves. And it just, it drives me crazy. It's one of those things. It's one of my triggers. I don't know why. I think it's because I'm always for the underdog. And I mean, definitely, can you imagine? I'm going to be that in that place someday, and so are you. So you might want to think about it because imagine you go your whole life, you know, growing up, being a teenager, becoming independent. That was the goal. That is the goal to become independent. You raise children. You have them. You go your whole life, you know, you actually, then you do this thing called transitioning parenting where you hopefully don't raise them anymore because they're adults and you let them go and, and you don't tell them what to do all the time. Maybe you do. So maybe you learn that from your parents. <laughs> maybe you think sticking your nose where it doesn't belong is kind of like that's what you've been taught to do by your parents. Maybe that's just an automatic thing. Then, you know, we can't really say that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm not judging. But once we know that it's happening and it's not helpful, we probably should stop. We should try hard not to treat people the way that we don't want to be treated ourselves. And there's really no excuses for talking to an elderly person like that or even behind their back because it's not their fault that they're getting older. It's not their fault that they want to stay independent because they've gone their whole life staying independent and trying hard to be independent. First, to raise you, they had to stay independent. Maybe they were single parenting you or just regular parenting. That takes a lot of independence to do that and teaching you how to be independent. And then they get older and you want to suddenly come into their life and tell them how to live it. You tell them not to smoke, not to have sex, not to do this, not to do that. And I just think that there's this huge boundary that gets crossed in the name of caregiving, which needs to be addressed because it's, it happens. It's pretty prevalent. I see it quite often, especially as a caregiver for families. I wouldn't work for families when they would be bossy with their parents because I'd say that to me is abusive it, because it would go that far where they'd be, you know, forcing them to do things they didn't want to do. And actually that is uh, abuse and it, and, it, and it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be done. But I guess what happens is I know that it comes from the heart a lot of the time. It comes from the heart. People want their parents to be healthy and do what they should. That's better things that are better for their life because they're older, maybe they don't have a lot of money and they want to save money and uh, they want to make sure they have enough money to last for the rest of their lives. I, I understand all of the motives behind why we think we know what's best for our parents, but we really still need to stop. And it has to be screened through 
what would they want first? And then you take into consideration all the other things. And you're not even in the factor until you do that first because it's their life. Now you have to be considered inside the decision making because you're the one maybe caring for them or looking out for them, but you're not the number one th person who matters most, okay? And I don't, it sounds the opposite of what I'm always saying as a caregiver. It sounds like the opposite, because I'm always saying include yourself in the care you give. But that does not mean to tell other people what to do and dictate to your parents the lifestyle that they should live. You know, if you're, look at the kind of personality they had. If they've always been very independent, had a boyfriend or were married, and suddenly they lost their spouse, and this can happen, where they all of a sudden want to have a boyfriend. And your family, the family will start saying, you're too old to have a boyfriend. And why would you want to do that? And because they start worrying about her getting married again or uh, someone else is going to get the money that they could inherit. And yes, it's true. That is very common that older kids, they camp out on waiting for that retirement money to come to them. And they want to save every penny. And they'll make sure that the parents don't overdo it on the spending. And it's a very sad thing to watch. I won't be a part of it. Um, so there are families I actually quit working for because I said, I don't, I don't think it's right. And if it, and you're lucky, I'm not reporting what's going on. If it was something small, I wouldn't because I, I knew that really I couldn't prove it. So I didn't, but if there was something I'd ever seen, you bet I made a phone call because I had one client, her, um, her nephew, <clears throat> he came and he was in jail at one time. She told me that and she started sharing with me. Now, she had dementia, so she was very forgetful, but she'd even forget, like, um, if I'd come the day before, uh, she'd forget that I was there. But she's, all of a sudden, this young guy started showing up to visit her, and she had a daughter and who lived out of state. She didn't have any other kids, but in other family, she had her, bro um, her brother or her dad was still alive. But either way, um, she didn't have a lot of family and or friends, and this guy shows up and I'm like, who's that? Oh, that's my nephew. Okay. So she starts sharing with me about her nephew and how he doesn't have a job and he does like boxing for a living and he does this on the side and you know, he's been in trouble with the law. So she likes to help him out. Okay. So then I see this, he's coming over more often and she's giving him money and I'm going, wait a minute. Now, what do you do when that kind of stuff happens? So like, let's say that happens to your mom or you see something like that happening. What can you do? Well, you can report that and I'm going to put in the notes. I'm going to, I'm going to put in the notes that you can report that with the Department of Human Services and the elder abuse uh, hotline. And I'll put it in the notes, but you basically need to report it because if it's happening and you know that this person is taking advantage of it, here's what happened. He eventually got her car because she wasn't driving anymore. So she gave him the car. Now he has family, she has a right to give him, but she has dementia. See, this is where you draw the line, like even with your parents. You do need to tell them what to do. You do know what's best for them when they can't think for themselves. But if they can think for themselves and they wanna make choices, you don't need to assume that our parents get older and get stupid, because they don't get stupid, they get wiser. <laughs> they actually could figure out what they want more in life. Uh, if their brain is fine and older, doesn't mean that they're dumb, that there's, it's not thinking the same. It just means it's slower in the processing, but that doesn't mean that the content in their brain and their functionality is impaired. Not like you think it is. So I bring all this up to say, uh, you know, the main point is that as people get older, they don't get stupid. They don't get dumber. Seriously. I mean, that's the thing I think that people think. And then also, if you see anything like that happening with the family, I really encourage you to report it 
to somebody in the family who, who you think might be able to help. If not where they're living, definitely re, re, report it to the person who's um, running the establishment. Let them know when they were there, what was going on, what you heard, and journal it so you have notes so you can present it. If you can take pictures of something, that's a good idea too. Um, it's your job as a caregiver. We are required to report those things by law. So even if you're just working independently, that is your responsibility. So if you see family pushing and being bullied with uh, bullying their parents around, you know, you might want to just kindly tell them that that's something that's not acceptable. And uh, you may not want to stick your nose where it doesn't belong, but if you see something and you know it's wrong, you, you could always drop a note or something, you know? So anyway, I'm just here to encourage you. And I don't want to be a Debbie Downer today because my name is not Debbie. I want to be Super Sam pumping you up. And here's the deal. It's much easier to take care of your parents when you don't have to take care of your parents. It's so much easier when you realize that your parents actually know what they want and that maybe you don't have to do so much ordering them around and telling them what to do. So sit back and just look at what you're doing. What are you doing or what do you know is, is going on with your, fa your family member that you don't think is right in their life? Or maybe they shouldn't be dating. Maybe they shouldn't be eating a certain way. Maybe you want them to exercise more and they never exercised their whole life. Look at the life before that they had and then see what it is now and what you want them to do. Is it reasonable to want them to change at the age of any age beyond 50? Is it reasonable to expect that from them? It really is not reasonable to expect them to change in these certain areas. Now, I'm not saying that they ate bad food, that you should encourage that. But if they've eaten poorly their whole life, they're not going to want to suddenly at the age of 50 or 60 do a big drastic change. So you want to implement it slowly and in a way that makes it fun. Now, that's another podcast and I'm almost on 10 minutes. so I'm going to let you go. I hope you guys take care of yourself and remind Remind yourself always to include yourself in the care that you give. Write a note for yourself. Put it on your bathroom mirror because you need to remember that you come first. That doesn't mean you're the boss. Sometimes that means you're not the boss. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.